time waits for no man. So there's a lot of interesting things that you discover when you can get to a place of no distractions, when you have a lot of alone time. There's just a lot of things you can figure out. And uh, a lot of times I ask God, like, why don't you just just have like a face to face conversation with me and talk to me and stuff like that. Like, I just want to talk to Jesus and receive instruction. But I'm learning it doesn't work like that. Um, and I'm I'm guessing the reason is, is he wants you to feel the the joy of figuring it out, you know? So a lot of times when, when we're going through trial and error and we're trying to figure things out, um, he, he allows that, you know, cause if he gives you the answer, then he gave you the answer. But if you figure out the answer, it's so much more rewarding because you earned it. And, um, That's something I've learned. Another thing I learned is there's so much work to do. Oh my gosh, there's so much work to do. There's so much work that I have to do right now. So much work that I have to do, not only with individuals in my life, but individuals that I don't even know. And what I mean by that is... Sometimes you have to move like a ninja. Like, I really wish I could tell you what I want to tell you right now. But the enemy's listening. And the enemy's very intelligent, you know. So there's some things that God, there's assignments God has given me. That uh, that I don't even know yet until I'm, I'm in that situation. And I'm not even entirely talking about the physical realm. I'm talking about in the spiritual realm. When you lay down to go to sleep, there's a lot of work to be done in the dream world. And uh, you'll find yourself in situations in the dream world. And just like you find yourself in situations in the real world, you cannot let... Um, these other individuals dictate what it is that you're there to do because they will, you know, people are living their lives and, and doing things the way they want to do it. And, uh, when you come along, they will try to recruit you for their mission or have you tag along. Um, everybody likes to tag along, right? You know, I got to go to the store. You want to ride with me? Um, I got to fly to New York for the weekend. You want to ride with me? You want to fly with me? I got to, um, I can't talk now. I got to go jog. You want to jog with me? So, um, or, you know, it's just like, um, people are busy living their lives. <clears throat> I have to be careful how I deliver this message because there's a lot of work. And I already see it. It's wow. <laughs> I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, when you're, when you, uh, when you start doing the things that you need to do to get God's attention, even though he, you always have his attention, <laughs> you always have his attention. Um, he's ready, you know, he's ready to give you that next assignment, you know, and uh, time waits for no man. So if you don't do it, somebody else will. I dropped the ball last night. I dropped the ball and, um, gosh, my body is exhausted. Like, I don't even know. I don't think it's my body. I think it's like my, my soul. Because, um, and sometimes if he has you entering the same dream twice, there's a reason for it, you know, but you don't always get that third time. You know what I mean? Like, I think he, I think he always gives you that second chance. I don't think he always gives you that third chance. So, um, 
you got you got to um you gotta be awoke and aware even in a dream state. I shot the ball last night. I don't know if I have a chance to fix that one again. But um I got some things I need to do here. I gotta work on and um I'm gonna do that just like physical realm activities. Then tonight I'll see uh I'll see what the next mission is. Maybe he'll he'll put me in the same uh scenario with the same individual so I could begin to counsel them. But um yeah, I mean I gotta move like a ninja. You know, I gotta move like a ninja because the enemy is on me. And um one thing I don't wanna do is um Warn, warn him and his fallen angels and all of his demonic, um, legion of workers. I can't warn him and his workers what's going on. And, uh, God is just, I mean, he's just amazing, you know. Who better? Who better to work for, you know? Who better, you know? And it's it's all for his glory, you know? Really, even though we say it's all for his glory, and, and it's all for our glory as well. I mean, we we get the, the bask in that. We get to enjoy that glory with him, you know? We are part of his glory. We are his creation. So I know it can seem twisted at times, but you have to understand, like, Free will is a very, very, very powerful thing. You know, I mean, it's dangerous. You know, that's why he said you were fearfully and wonderfully made. But what are you doing? You know, are you are you being fearful? Are you creating f fearful things? Are you, are you being wonderful and creating wonderful things? And that's what it comes down to. Also, yes. Also, just wanted to mention. Also, just wanted to mention that we will judge the angels. You know, we will judge the angels. Our angels, we will judge the angels. And um, you have to know. I mean, when God created us, He wanted the angels to bow down and worship His creation, us. And Lucifer and one third of the angels didn't want to do that and they rebelled. Um, you know, you got to think like, how powerful are we? How powerful are we that angels that we know are more powerful than us? You know, the obvious things is that they, they have a, a lot more knowledge and power than we do. So it appeared. But once we realize our calling and we realize what it is that we are to do, um, it does make sense that, you know, we are, our hierarchy is, is higher than, than, than they are, you know, that we are, we are like Jesus, you know. So if it's God, Jesus, and then the angels, then it would be like God, Jesus, us, and then the angels, you know. And uh, before the word of God became flesh as Jesus, um, it was just God. You know what I mean? It was like God and his word, his word manifested in different ways. I mean, he spoke, I think he spoke to Moses through the burning bush. So. Um, yeah, the word of God manifested in different ways. And really God speaks to us in so many different ways, you know, throughout nature, just throughout all kinds of different ways throughout the day, you know, something could happen. You just know that was God. He's like a silent ninja, you know what I mean? Working behind the scenes, but really working right in front of us, you know, and, uh, you have to be extremely aware 
and pay attention to the details. And sometimes you do have to overthink it, but a lot of times you don't have to overthink it. That's the simplicity of it. There's no, there's no like exact way that this works because it works differently with every, every person, every, every individual has a different calling. And, um, I'm starting to realize really what my calling is. And, you know, I'm not going to say that I was happy with it at first. Like I was kind of bummed out about it because, you know, the way Satan works here, he, he, he puts you on the pedestal and he has the world glorify you. You know, when, when you submit to him, he's like, you know, his whole thing is, is, that we receive the glory or he receives the glory. And even with Satan, I mean, he's the most powerful angel um, under Jesus, you know? So if you look at it, it is God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and then Satan, you know? I think it's like that. And then it's like the angels, you know, and the angels have a hierarchy, so, you know, the Archangel Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, it's listed in the Bible. Yeah. I think even in the book of Bartholomew, you know, I met some guy not too long ago and he was like, I wouldn't pay attention to anything that's not in the Bible. But you also have to understand a lot of things were taken out of the Bible. You know, Satan is not going to allow the information, you know to be received. It's like a a lot of uh, people won't tell you that Jesus's real name is the word of God. <laughs> that is Jesus's real name, the word of God. It says it in the Bible. He is the word of God that became flesh. You know, when God sent his spirit into uh, the Virgin Mary's womb, he sent the word into her, you know, and in the beginning, there was the word, you know, the the word, let there be light, this and that, you know. So that's that's how you have to understand it, you know. A lot of people don't understand the Trinity, but how can a father be a father, a husband, a brother, you know what I mean? But he is all those things, you know, you can't be like. Oh man, you're my brother, but how are you a father? You know, how are you a son? So you have to look at it like that. You know, the, these are just different aspects and angles of, of God. And rightfully so. I mean, how else would we be able to identify with God without Jesus? You know, obviously that's why there was so much, uh, issues with the old in the old testament things like that you know uh the book of adam and eve is a very interesting read as well but yeah i have some work to do and i got real work to do too like well really the real work to do is the work that i gotta do and then the actual work to pay my bills i have to do that as well but the good thing is I've, i'm not i'm not gonna be watching UFC or it's a boxing anymore. Sorry for yawning. I know that's probably annoying. But uh usually every Saturday or Friday, like every weekend, you know, I'm I'm watching the fights and uh I'm done with that. I mean, I don't got time to watch watch distractions, you know. All sports are distractions. <laughs> Whatever your sport is, football, basketball, tennis, soccer. Rugby, baseball, hockey, race cars, it's all distractions. Satan needs to keep you distracted so you can't do what I'm doing now. And uh, I'm glad. Like, even last night I was doing a podcast and the helicopters was, I noticed I, they, they were flying low over my house. And then I felt like they were dropping things because I could hear things hitting my roof. And I have no idea what it was. I don't care, though, because I got angels protecting me. And even though I'm all alone here, 
as far as like no family and things like that. It's actually the perfect thing because there's no distractions. I can stay focused right now. And uh, that's the main thing. That's the main stumbling block everybody is dealing with is distractions. They're getting pulled in so many directions every day that they don't have this time that I, I'm I'm having right now to um to focus on the things that I need to focus on. And so, sorry to be so vague and not really just tell you exactly what it is that God's got me doing because I really don't know. I think every night it's going to change. But one thing I do know is um um. You are to be spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ in every moment that you're conscious. So every moment that you can find yourself in a situation dealing with other individuals, you need to be talking about Jesus, you know, because nothing else here matters. I mean, it's just a merry-go-round. It's a lot of different things, but look, but look around you. I mean, Look at all these, look, look, listen to the conversations, listen to, you know, when you're walking, walking by people, everybody is just on a program, on a loop. Everybody's on a loop. You know, the, the, the thing, the things that they're talking about, you know, names, places, people, um, those things may change, but it's always the same discussions. You know, I can't believe she did this. I can't believe he did that. Girl, did you know that that she went and did this and she's doing this and he's doing that and he's doing this and why, why is this? And that's so stupid. And did it. People are all day long critiquing, judging, gossiping and talking about other people. It needs to stop. We have such, we such, we have such a higher calling here, and um, you got to move like a ninja. You know what I mean? Because people are get very offended when somebody has a, a contradictory viewpoint or endpoint that our input that seems to be uh, corrective, you know, or suggestive. It's a uh, People uh, uh, scoff at it and, and shrug it off immediately. Right? You can't tell me. I know what I'm doing. So everybody has this power of, of, of feeling like they're in control of their life, but <laughs> you're really not. You're really not. We are created individuals. You know, we were placed here and we're... It's, I mean, it's a perfect plan, man. <laughs> when you look at what's going on, like with everything, like when you start looking at it from God's viewpoint, if you can try to get a glimpse of, of looking at it from a higher perspective, there, there, there's really re meaning and reason to every encounter that we have here. And, um, it's really waking up in a matrix, you know? But yeah, you do have to be careful how you present the information and how you insert it and input it because um, people are, are not going to, people don't want to be broke out of their programming because they're comfortable. It's all about comfortability. You know what I mean? They, they, they got comfortable into a routine, you know, and um, breaking up that monotony, uh, you're not going to, it's just like waking up a sleeping bear, waking up someone who just, you know, been trying to sleep for three days and they finally get to sleep and then bang, 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 bang. They're going to be angry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause they're comfortable. They're, they're getting to a place where, um, they feel like this is, this is good. I can handle it. I'll be control. Nobody wants, nobody wants to not feel like they're really not in control, you know? So hope this message uh, reverberated to you on some level and uh, it, it makes you think of drawing closer to God. And, you know, time is limited right now. Time waits for no man. And um, so, like I said, sometimes you don't get third chances. Sometimes you don't get a third time 
to do it. You know, sometimes you only get that second chance. Sometimes you only get the first chance to to do it. You know, because you might not you might not have an opportunity. Like so, when when that opportunity is in front of you, you just gotta take it. You gotta take it, and you have to know. They will, that people are, are going to talk about you. They're going to try to break you down and that's all they know, you know? But look, look, look what, what they're dealing with. You know, all these television programs, like if there's people that's like, oh, especially if you're around people that talk about watching similar programming, the Game of Thrones or, you know, these reality shows or, you know, whatever it is, you know, and now they've made it more accessible. So if you can't make it home at eight o'clock to watch this show that comes on every Wednesday night, um, they got it to where you could record it or Netflix where you can resume it whenever and start off where you left off. And I know people that do that a lot, actually, you know, like they really get into the, these programmings and, but they, what they really don't understand is that um, it, it, it is shaping the way you think. I mean, we are babies and such to where we're like clay and, and we're very moldable. You know, we could be um, put in those situations like even in these dreams, I get put in these situations doing stuff that I don't do anymore. But when I'm there and I'm doing it, it's like, I don't know. It's just so weird. I mean. And God's got me working with powerful people, you know, like these people have a lot of influence and um, he's been doing this for my whole life, actually. And I just I just figured it out this morning and I'm like, God, put me back in, put me back in, please. Let me go. Let me go back, you know. And it's funny because I got this really dark uh, sheet. It's like a, it's not like a thin sheet. It's like a thick it's kind of thick sheet, like a, like a pillowcase. It's not like a, like a silky sheet or anything like that that doesn't hold any warmth. It's kind of like a cloak, you know? And um, I got my room darked out. Not darked out, but I got the window covered so I can never lose sleep, you know what I mean? Like, that's one thing that I, I'm very happy about, like, with my, with my job. I mean, it's really worth it. It's really just so perfect. Like, I mean, sometimes I, I complain, like, you know, like I wish I had a lot of money so that um, I can go do this and do that. But really, um, it's perfect what I do because I'm everywhere in this city. I'm untrackable. You know what I mean? Like the CIA could definitely track me, you know, through my device. Like they can see everything that's going on on my phone so they know where I'm going and stuff like that. But what they don't know is I might drive somewhere and cancel an order and go somewhere else. So they really can't keep up with me. They can't keep the gas in their helicopters to follow me. And the helicopters, they got to stay close to their base. So there's, you know, they will try to follow me and meet me at certain things. Like if they, they, you know what I mean? But it's, they know they can't really keep up with me. And it's frustrating for them to no end right now. You know what I'm saying? To really try to keep tabs on me. I'm running, I'm running laps around the, the CIA agents. Now it's different, you know, for other people that they gang stock who actually have a routine and a, a set pattern, you know, because they, they like to get there before you get there. You know what I mean? And they like to, to, to be able to do things to, strike fear in you and make you look like you're crazy so nobody else knows but really they do work with a lot of people they um you know if you go say you frequent a bar every weekend you know they'll go in there and maybe meet somebody in a bathroom and, and give the messages and make up lies about you and go online and make up lies about you or um, create fake profiles and, you know there's so many ways that they can really try to break you down and destroy you but it's so petty. And this is, these, this is how demons are. Demons are so petty. Like demonic activity. Like you could just see that they're just, there's, they're dumb demons, you know? And, uh, and that's because they chose the wrong path. You know, they're, they're, they're doing the opposite of what's righteous, you know? And 
it's you can't you can't excel and go to you can't go to higher realms doing that you know satan it's a wrap for them you know what i mean it's a wrap for him and his fallen angels now some of the angels the fallen angels that are um following satan you know a lot of the, the, these angels don't want to do what they're doing but they'll get tortured by the other demonic the, the other demons you know what i mean they're demons now you know i don't even look at them as fallen angels like they uh, they were fallen angels when they were fallen but once they fell they're demons and they're grotesque looking individuals they they may be able to take on the appearance of a light being or like angels but they can't hold that form because their true form is grotesque and disgusting you know what i mean uh yeah and that podcast last night i deleted it because you know i'm not perfect and uh, um you know some of these demonic thoughts were were, a, were able to surface while i was speaking and i just had to get get rid of that episode entirely because uh i can't i gotta be perfect now i mean be ye perfect as your father in heaven is is perfect and practice makes perfect and you're going to make mistakes you know what i mean and uh thankfully um i'm able to regroup and 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 work on it and shape it and it's just like a painting or a sculpture you may start it destroy it start it destroy it many times over you know until you 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 get it perfected the way you want you know you got to think when god sent the flood he looked upon the whole earth and seen that none were righteous he only found favor with noah and his family and so that's who survived the flood and all of the animals that uh, Noah brought on there. And there, people would try to debunk it, but that was a really, really huge ark. It was a huge, huge boat. And you got to think it took him like hundreds and hundreds of years to make it. So it wasn't like it was no easy task. I mean, he had people helping him make it too. So it wasn't just him, but it was like his family and stuff. But um, it took a very, very, very long time. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and people would walk up and see him making it and probably poke fun at him. And people may walk up to you and see how you're trying to perfect your life and, and poke at you and make fun of you and try to discourage you from what you're on because they don't understand what's going on because they don't have that connection with God. And when you have that connection with God, you just look around you and you know that there, that we were meant for more than this. Like, this is not. <laughs> this is not what life is about. I mean, what's the point of creating life if it's going to die? You know what I'm saying? Like everything here falls apart. You know, you buy a phone, you may be paying on that phone for two years. As soon as you pay off the phone, then the phone starts falling apart. That was strategically planned that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're going to get they're going to get their money out of it. Now, think about any type of software or thing that you use online before you could buy these things now. Instead of just paying $500 for a software and owning it, you know, which, of course, they would make a, a 2.0 or 3.0 and you end up having to upgrade and spend money on that. Now they just got everybody on a subscription plan. So now instead of just paying a flat fee of $500 for the software, you're paying that annually, you know. So everything here is designed to keep you a slave, to keep you entrapped entrenched and imprisoned you know because that's how satan has to have his control that's how you know this is this is this world is being dictated and controlled by the evil one you know and he has nothing he's not a creator he's a created being and he just steals lies and manipulates and uh all, all this was all ours anyways and he stole it and then he's like trying to sell it back to us or lease it to us he ain't even selling it but he doesn't even own it <laughs> you know what i'm saying so demons are entirely retarded and stupid and ignorant and that's why the state of this world is is an, an ignorant dumbed down state because these demonic entities have bullied their way into power and really, we give it to them. So this is ours. You know, we could take it back at any moment. We could stop. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have to be intimidated by them. Like, the, that illusion, that, that power, of their illusion, it's an illusion of their power. You know what I'm saying? But we really are 
the doers of it. You know what I mean? Like mankind is really the enemy of God because it's not like these demons are physical beings and they're, they're physically controlling you. They're just putting impressions on you. You know, they're putting these demonic impressions into your mind, these demonic thoughts into your mind very quickly, might I add, and very repetitively, you know, so it, it, it breaks you down, but you don't have to do it. You don't have to listen to it. You don't have to react in that manner. You know what I mean? You really should treat everybody like they're a little child. And I'm not, some people are really mean to children, so I don't want to say that, but if you're genuinely a good person, like you're not going to go and smack an ice cream cone out of a kid's hand, right? So in the same sense, um, you know, if, if a, a kid, if a kid spilled some ice cream on your shoe, you're not going to smack them in their face, right? It was an accident. So yeah, maybe, maybe they knew that it was dripping the whole time and they got near you. So, you know, but they're not fully conscious to, to where they can, they can be accountable for their actions. You know, we, however, are. And so maybe that's why we're a little bit more rude and evil to each other, but there's no need for that, you know. And trust me, I'm not good at it. You know, I'm learning like God is working on my patience and my temper and my my anger because um that's how I, I am. Like you cut me off, I follow you, I cut you off. You know what I mean? But everybody's like that. And I don't want to be like that no more, you know? And um yesterday I had to pick up a Fado's pub at Easton. When I walked in, I noticed that they had sixes. They got like three spirals, but those are those are sixes. That's three, that's triple six. You know, that's the mark of the beast. And mind you, when I walked in there, the energy was extremely negative. The the lady at the door, she was rude to me. She's like, what do you want? And I'm like, oh, I'm here for a pickup. She said, go over to the bar. And I'm like, damn, not a, hi, how are you? Welcome to Fado's Pub. No, none of that. You know, it was just straight ruthless. And so I'm looking around and everybody's just drinking. People are out on the porch smoking. And remind, remind you, um, in the days of Noah, when the flood come, people were marrying, going about their business, doing all the same stuff, not even caring about anything, you know, not a care in the world, just living life how they want to live it. And I seen that. I see that here, you know. And so, like, I go by the bar and some girl walks up. She doesn't bump me, but she might as well bump me because her energy was so negative. And she just stares and looks. She gives me the dirtiest look ever. And so I backed up. I got away from from the bar, you know, and that's exactly her look like. Who are you and why are you standing here? Like, obviously, I'm not the first guy that can't comes in here and stands in this spot waiting to pick up an order, you know, but people just feel like. They just they just feel like they own everything. They feel like this is mine. This is people are so selfish and greedy that it doesn't matter if I'm driving on the road and somebody speeds up and cuts me off and said, this is my lane. Or if I'm trying to get in somebody's lane and they speed up so I can't cross over, even if they're like a mile or two behind me, they see me put my turn signals on to get in that lane. They will speed up and they're behind me. I have, a, I have enough room to get over. But they, they're like, oh, I own this road. This is my lane. Nobody's going to get in front of me. You know? And so, and honestly, I do that too. And I notice when I do it. So I can't even judge people when they do it, you know? Because I could just be driving along. And I'm like, man, if they get over, I'm going to have to slow down a little bit. And I don't want to slow down. So I might as well just speed up. So I know that's kind of how they think about it. And <clears throat> this is life here. You know, we... um we can't be judging each other for things that we do as well. And so I have to think about, do I do that? Do I do that? And sometimes like when I catch it and then I don't do it and I let them get over it. And those people are rare, you know, uh, but you know, when I slow down so they can get over, um, I feel better, but then I notice by them cutting me off immediately, somebody will cut them off. And then whoever, and then whoever cut them off, somebody cuts them off. So, um, that correction is working on, I mean, it's just such a, like when you sit back and watch life, you see God working, you know, 
And I mean, wow, just what a marvelous, marvelous and wonderful God and creator we have to be able to multitask on such a intricate level constantly all day, nonstop. Just just absolutely brilliant, you know. And everybody and everybody is 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 um is going through this. Everybody is being corrected and 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 reprimanded, you know. And he's working with everybody, you know, but the more aggressive you are, the more aggressive uh, it comes back to you. You definitely reap what you sow. And that is a, a law. I don't even like to use, use the word universal no more because I don't like to think of the word universe and planets and stuff like that, because I know there's no planets. You know, I've, I had a telescope when I was a kid and I remember looking at the planets and they all look like watery light. It looked like light behind water. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's still that same way today. Mars looks nothing like the pictures that they show you. Venus looks nothing like the pictures that they show you. Those are wandering stars, just like the book of Enoch says. The Earth is a flat plane. It is not a ball. It's circular. It is circular, but it's not a ball. It's not a sphere. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not a ball that's moving around and rotating. No, everything revolves around us. The sun, the moon, you know. It, we, we're not revolving around anything. Everything's revolving around us, you know? So, um, and it doesn't take a, a, a scientist to figure out, you know, that the sun is local. I mean, you can definitely tell when you see clouds behind the sun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Actually, I'm trying to figure out the name because I got some stuff to do real quick. Oh, and I got to go to work. Gosh, I got so much on my plate. It's crazy. Oh, my God. I got so much to do. So much to do. So I got to go. And uh, hopefully this helps somebody out there. And um, I don't know. I, I hope it finds you well. I hope I trigger something that made you think about something. At least that, you know, that you have a higher calling. Um that you need to focus on. Uh, you have to be aware that demons are monitoring all of your activities. So if you're writing down things and notes and stuff, you're just giving them a heads up. Uh, I know it's hard to keep things in your mind um, and, and remember to stay committed to that because the distractions and we forget stuff, you know? So I guess, you know, if you have to write it down, write it down, you know, maybe say a prayer that whatever you write is, blocked and invisible to the enemy so they don't know uh what you're planning but at the end of the day god's on our side and we definitely have the upper hand here and we're definitely winning or just or nothing would exist because if satan could he'd destroy everything immediately he says that in the book of bartholomew so if you look up the book of bartholomew um you'll see because bartholomew basically interviewed jesus after his resurrection they the disciples were trying to talk to jesus about these things before he died, but he had to go and do all of that and, and get resurrected and before he could really um, answer those type of questions, you know? And um, at least that was my take on it. And so uh, after he was resurrected, Bartholomew was able to ask him. And of course, that's the word of God. And he already knew what Bartholomew was gonna ask. So he allowed him and they, uh, yeah, he wanted to see Satan, so they brought Satan up, and it was a huge monster, you know. And um, he he told Bartholomew to step on his neck. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, imagine that, right? Like you're asking to see the, the this evil monster that you that you hear about, you know, that you know is there, but he's so evasive and, and elusive and. And, and moving into darkness that nobody's actually ever seen him. And bam, he's there and he's just horrifying, you know, completely grotesque and disgusting and probably takes your breath away because of how powerful of a, of a being that is, you know. And there's Jesus in, in physical form, the word of God in physical form. And he's like, Bartholomew, step on his neck and ask him whatever you want. And so he, he steps on his neck and he's like, are you going to tell me the truth? He's like, I have to. Yeah, Jesus, you know, Jesus is right there. I have no choice. Yeah, I got to tell you the truth. I couldn't lie to you if I wanted to. I'd love to lie to you. I'd love to deceive you. I'd love to, to tear you apart and, and, and kill you right now, but I can't, you know? And so 
you know, man, Jesus is just glorious times, man. I mean, we have front row seats to this, you know, and even though there's darkness and gloom all around it, we are the people that will change this. We have the power in the name of Jesus only, you know, nothing is of our own accord here. You know, we, we are nothing without him, you know, and if you're not doing it, he will find someone else that will. And there may not be a lot of people, you know, I think don't get it twisted. I don't not sure the exact number. I think he said um, out of 30,000 people that die a day, only one of them goes to heaven. So I think it's like one out of 30,000 make it to heaven. So that could also be the same uh, type of ratio for those who are called to do what they're doing that to for those who are called to do what they're supposed to do that are actually doing it as opposed to those who are called to do something great that aren't doing it, you know? So if you're living for yourself, um, you, then you're not fulfilling the purpose here. I mean, we're here to wake up our brothers and sisters. And I don't care if that's writing little post-it notes, Jesus loves you and sticking it on the refrigerator and you're in your, uh, at your job in, in the lunchroom, you know? I don't know how else to give you guys ideas or whatever. I'm sure you'll get them. God will give them to you. But you have to start doing these things, okay? You have to be more positive. You have to give more encouragement. We're so desperately in need of positive reinforcement. It's not even funny. Like, we need this. We need these compliments. Like, a compliment can last a lifetime. You don't understand that. Someone will remember somebody telling them how beautiful their eyes were from 20 years ago, 30 years ago. You know what I'm saying? These things you will remember. So please try, try to be positive and don't worry about, um, not, not receiving praise when, um, you know, you forgive people who aren't sorry. You know what I mean? Like, don't worry about that. Just do it. You know, just forgive them. You know, don't expect to get something every time. You know what I mean? Because that's not the world we live in. Like, just do what's right as, as best as you can, as much as possible. And even if you slip and mess up because of emotion overrided intellectual thinking, um, you know, like I said, sometimes you do have a second chance to, to fix it or a third time to fix it. You know what I mean? And, and, and sometimes you may be scared. So you have to ask for the courage to do so. You know what I mean? So I got a couple of things that I'm, I'm dealing with right now that I'm, I'm worried about that. I'm a little nervous about that. I don't know how the outcome is going to be, <clears throat> which makes me not want to do it. You know, I'm just kind of scared to do it. Scared to confront certain people. Scared to, do what I'm planning on doing, but, uh, I have to do it, you know? And, uh, and once I do it, I'll feel better, you know, you know, but some things just aren't right, you know? So if you're feeling, feeling scared to do something, like you don't feel right, maybe you're not supposed to do it, you know? So, um, I remember when I was younger and, um, you know, I was getting bullied on a lot and, I never knew how to react to it, you know, and then I remember, you know, people, people will come up to me, people will say like, hey, man, you gotta, you gotta learn to fight, man, you gotta learn to fight back, you can't just let these people beat you up all the time and, and jump on you, you gotta learn to defend yourself, I'm like, well, I don't know how, it's like, well, you know, I, I could try to teach you what I know, you know, you could do this, you can do that. And little by little, you know, over time, people started teaching me little things that I could do to defend off these attacks from these other kids, you know, and they worked, you know, like one was kicking them in their private area. You know, <laughs> I didn't even know, think about doing something like that because I just wasn't a mean person, a mean kid to do to be like that, you know. But over time, you know, I learned to be very, very um vicious and very aggressive when somebody messed with me immediately. I didn't want to, you know what I mean? And that's why I became such a hothead and why I became, um, 
has such a short fuse and such a short temper. And people that know me, they they know that. You know what I mean? They know like, eh, this dude, you know, he's hypersensitive. He overreacts. And uh, you got to be on eggshells around him because, you know, one minute you guys could be laughing and joking. And then next minute, you know, he could be cracking you in the head with, with, with a steel pan or a steel pipe, you know, or he's just on top of you dropping elbows in your face and you don't even know what happened, what you said, you know. So a lot of people were, and to this day, they're very weary of really uh, being around me. And if they are around me, they definitely keep their, their distance to where um, I can't attack them, you know, because they're not that close to me. But yeah, that's how I am. That, that, that has been my nature because of how I grew up. You know, I grew up pretty much as a rug rat out here in these streets. You know, I was bounced around from house to house, staying with, you know, random uh, people that I didn't know that my dad didn't even know. He just pawned me and my sister off at different places. And that's when I met my sister. I didn't meet my sister. So I was like six years old, five or six years old. You know, she's um, she's actually two years older than me. And um, so she's uh, 42, actually. And. um I know she doesn't own up to that, you know, but the truth is she can't, she couldn't have been born November 78 and I born January 79. That's impossible. Like once a woman has a child, you know, if you have a child in uh, November, the water breaks, you know, there's not a baby just sitting in the belly in December and then in January, that baby decides to come out. That's not, a, that's, imp that's impossible. That does not happen. So that's what my sister thinks, and that's what she goes by, probably because she doesn't want to be considered older than she is. But no, the truth is, she was born in uh, November 77, and I was born in January 79. And if by any reason she was born November 78, then I was born in January of 1980. But according to my grandmother, me and my cousin Willie. Well, Willie is my grandmother's son. So that's my uncle, actually. Yeah. Because that's the brother to my sister. I mean, to my mom. My mom's brother. My mom's brother, my uncle, was born the day after I was born. Because my mom... And my grandmother were both pregnant at the same exact time. So that um, that debunks my sister's theory of of her being born uh, two months before I was born. You know, doesn't make sense anyways, but whatever, you know. I pray for her because she's like a Buddhist and, you know, she's, she's got the... The all-seeing eye of Horus, which of Satan, tattooed on the back of her neck. Not saying anything, because there's a lot of people that have demonic tattoos. I'm sure a couple of my tattoos are demonic. You know, we don't know a lot, you know. So that doesn't really mean anything. And anybody can get saved. So there's always hope if you're still breathing. Basically, if you're still breathing... uh God's probably not finished with you yet. Like he's probably still trying to have your soul saved. It's a very serious game. I mean, it's not even a game. I mean, this is life and death here for eternity. Like, and uh, what better way? I mean, if if you created a perfect place, right? Say say you was a cr the creator, right? You created yourself because only God created Himself. Everybody else was created by Him, but you created a perfect place. Right. Like say you have um, in your refrigerator, right. All of the food is fresh, all fruits, vegetables, everything's fresh in there. Are you going to place moldy fruit or food next to your pure fruit or food? No, because that the mold off of of off of, of that rotten fruit is going to spread and corrupt everything in the refrigerator, right? So if you leave something moldy in your refrigerator, everything in that refrigerator is going to uh, 
be overcome by that mold. It might not be right away, but it will. It, it's always working. It's not stopping. So it will. And so basically bad company corrupts good character. Inevitably, there's there's no way around it. So if you are in an environment where, you know, there's a lot of that going on, then you are going to become corrupted. It's inevitable. So if you're in, in a home and they're, they're, they have televisions in there and they're being programmed by Hollywood to think in homosexuality and pedophilia, because I don't know if you guys know this, but homosexuality leads to pedophilia and they've already started putting it on that for the LGBT community. You'll see pedophilia on there. You know, that's part of it. So if you agree to being around homosexuals and a homosexual lifestyle, then you agree for little kids to get molested and raped as well. So we're here, man. We're at the end times and, uh, you will be judged if, if you don't, if you don't rise to your higher calling, you know what I mean? It's okay if you weren't aware of this, you know, but if you're aware of it now, you, you need to do better. I don't care if it's somebody who's in your family or whatever. I know you love them, but you can't be accepted of that behavior. I'm sorry. You just can't. You can't be around it. You can't allow it. Um, same thing with drug addicts and uh, anybody who's living a sinful life. You know, uh, if you're an alcoholic, if you're popping pills, shooting up dope, um, if you're verbally attacking your wife every day or your wife is verbally attacking you every day. You need to get out of those situations. God always provides a, a way of escape. I know it's scary. I know you're comfortable, but you have to get out, break free. You know what I'm saying? You need to do it now. I mean, this is your eternal salvation that's at stake here. You know what I mean? You can't just blindly follow the blind. You can't just keep doing this. You have to understand that we were not created to die. You know, we were created to live and live abundant, abundantly and fruitfully and, and, and gloriously and righteously. You know, there, there's, you can't have both. You can't, you can't be, um, doing both. And I was on the fence. I just came out of a dry season. You know what I mean? And I had people attacking me and making fun of me, you know, cause people judge the Christians. They, they don't follow Christianity because Christians like me, have dry seasons and we backslide and, and we get discouraged and, and we re revert back to things that we used to find comfort in. You know what I mean? Because that's what we, what we always knew, but that doesn't work. And since it's not working, we can't continue to do that. We have to, we have to change and change comes from the teachings of Jesus. I mean, it's, it's simple yet it's, it's difficult because we don't know nothing else. So, um, yeah, I mean, I had a lot of different <laughs> goals in life, a lot of different plans for things that I, I wanted to experience, uh, a lot of lustful, uh, activities I wanted, like I wanted to, to, to be with multiple women and, you know, I used to watch pornography and I used to fantasize about, you know, just having like a whole room of women just, completely adore me and, 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 you know, I had those, I had those, um, lustful thoughts, you know, but now it just disgusts me. It completely disgusts me. Like, I'm just like, I don't even, um, want to be triggered or activated. I, even just talking about that right there, right there, I felt, um, a urge come upon me, you know what I'm saying? So I have to rebuke that in the name of Jesus, you know? I want my lower half of my body to be completely dead. I want to move like an angel here. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I have, I have to visualize, visualize myself in a higher state of being so I can actually walk in a higher state of being. You know, visualization is, is key to everything. Even when you're fasting, you know, you can visualize you eating food and being sustained and that that will work because we tell the body what to do we control the body you know what i'm saying and so um it's it was interesting for me you know what i mean because i was just in a situation where i have people 
um, coaching me and, and pushing me and telling me what to do, but I already know what to do, you know. And this, these were, this was a younger individual. Um, and, you know, I'm 40, you know, they're like in their 20s. So I already know that, you know, not to be on the egotistical level, but I, I know these things. So it was good for me to get reminded of that, but I know, I know my calling now and I don't need that no more, you know. Sometimes, um, sometimes you need a little boost, a little reminder when, uh, you get out of line and when, when you get off course, you know, you, you need to be, uh, put back into that. So I'm very thankful for that. You know, I paid for it though. You know, obviously it, I was, I, I had to make, I had to pay for this. So, um, that had to happen. So yeah, I mean, um, it's just a lot of, man, just a lot of, introspection, self-reflection, a lot of self-analysis that um, I'm going through. And I think we all have to go through that. We all have to take a time out and be with ourselves, um, Even if we only got like an hour a day to do it, or 10, 15 minutes a day to do it, you know, even if it's just a long time in the bathroom where you got to get away. Like if you're at work and it's just so frantic that you're the only breather you can have is to, to go to the bathroom and go into a stall. Everybody has that right. Nobody can deny you the right to not be able to use the bathroom. Nobody can. I don't care who it is. I don't care what you're doing. Like, um, unless it's like some type of situation where, you know, I don't know, like you, you can't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I gotta go, I gotta go scuba diving right now and, and weld something underwater and I can't poop down there because I got to do this so I got to use the bathroom first or something like you know what I mean like so yeah there's sometimes there's some situations where you're in the moment you can't you know you got to put it off but it's just putting it off so when you do you know have that break that moment then you can take that time to do it so yeah man I am nobody special that's for sure um I've been told that every day in my life pretty much you know from somebody somewhere uh how insignificant and how I'm nothing. So I know that I'm very aware of that, but with the help of God, I'm able to uh, learn a lot of things and share these things. And, and that's all I'm doing. I'm just sharing and I'm not trying to push this upon nobody. Obviously, um, I don't even know who's listening to this. So, um, that is a complete mystery to me. I have no idea who's listening to any of these podcasts unless somebody reaches out to me and tells me. So, um, it could be somebody I know. It could be somebody I absolutely do not know. Um, however, I know there's messages in everything and God speaks through everything because it all came from God. So I don't care if it's uh, somebody you hate like Donald Trump. You know, there is truth and there is things to learn from everybody. Everybody has something to we can learn from everything and everybody. So just keep that in mind. Stay humble. Make sure that you repent and ask God to forgive you of your sins. Like even if you um, serve time here in jail for a crime you committed, uh, that's man's law, you know, and you serve time for man, but um, God is a whole different story. So you need to, to ask God to forgive you for the pain and suffering that you cause other people. And um, if you can't remember everything, just ask God to show you. Sometimes God has you bump into people from your past you know, and that's a that's a sure sign there as well. Like, hey, I need to forgive that person, you know. And I mean, if they if, if you bump into them, you know, that's actually an opportunity to go up and, and rectify that mistake with them face to face. We don't always do that. But if uh, you don't have enough courage to do that, then you could definitely um, just ask God to forgive you for, it, you know, or ask God to give you the strength to approach them to to have a talk. You know, those are scary situations. I know there's a lot of times where people are scared to approach me and confront me about stuff, you know, so I get it. But uh, I love y'all. I love all my brothers and sisters here. That's kind of like my thing I say right now. I will always say that. I mean, but I really do feel that way. I really do love all my brothers and sisters here. I love everybody I've ever had confrontation with, you know, some level. A lot of times, uh, my friends became enemies, you know, because of demonic interference. But, you know, we were we did have uh, very good moments at times. And I remember that I like to think about all the positive times we had together. So um, 
I'm not perfect. Sometimes I do get angry. I am human. But all in all, at the end of the day, I, I do do wish to, to be in sync with everybody and be live harmoniously with all my brothers and sisters here. All right, y'all. I love y'all. Jesus is King and Lord. Peace.